Hey, hey, friends. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Julie, co-founder and owner of A Natural Shift, along with my sister, Carrie. And our vision is to bring wellness to our local and global communities. We believe that through daily habits, the real progress and lasting change that you desire occurs. So here's what you can expect. Each week on Wednesday, we'll be bringing you a topic, a concept, or an inspiring interview that falls within the three pillars of wellness, nutrition, movement, and natural solutions. And some weeks, we'll be sharing a Monday mini episode with you, all with the intention of helping you take the upgrade to become the best version of yourself and all that God created you to be. So on the podcast, I'm super excited. Today, I have with me Tara Romano. Tara is a serial entrepreneur. She is a performer, a teacher, and she's a personal development junkie. She's also calls herself an unshakable optimist. And I love this because I am super optimistic. So I knew I loved her from the moment that I met her, which you're going to hear a little bit about how we connected and how we met uh, earlier this year in 2019. Tara is dedicated to helping you unleash and let go so that you can become the best version of yourself. Again, this is why I wanted to have her on the podcast. Her story and just her her presence is super inspirational. She also has an insatiable curiosity about what it means to live life to the fullest. I mean, doesn't she just sound like somebody you want to get to know better? <laughs> she hosts Tone and Tease masterclasses around the world. She speaks at conferences. She also confesses her struggles for her love of carbs <laughs> on Instagram. And she wants you to know that being perfectly imperfect is actually something to celebrate. She loves life and it inspires her to see her tribe thriving. So speaking of tribe, you guys, our a Natural Shift community is all about tribe and connection. You probably have heard us talking about this. Um, we all really need a good tribe in our life. We need accountability. We need people we can link arms with that are on a similar path as us that will lift us up uh, and support us in achieving our goals, our dreams, and our desires. And that is why we created a natural shift community. So this community is for you. If you have been looking and have a huge desire to upgrade your health habits. If you are committed to the long game, and that is the only option for you, there are no shortcuts, and you know there are no shortcuts. You are willing to do the work, and you are committed to living God's purpose for your life every single day. Then come join us in the community. Right now, we are working on foundational habits, things that we will build our own unique set of health habits upon things that are foundational to every aspect of wellness. And we're doing it together. Again, guys, we are sharing struggles. We're sharing wins. It's really a great safe space to be in. So we'd love to have you join us. There's a link in the show notes for more information. And for our podcast listeners, of course, we have a special code. If you head over to the link, 
and you want to join us, the code is UPGRADE20. It's UPGRADE20, and that will get you 20% off of your first month's membership. So I hope you'll check it out. Let's get started with the interview. Well, Tara, welcome to the podcast. I am so excited to have you on. And I want to tell the listeners just a minute before we get started how um, I met you. So I met Tara for the first time last, was it? No, it's actually this March. It was um, in March of this year at Lori Harder's event uh, called The Bliss Project. And I just absolutely fell in love with her right away. Uh, you're going to hear her story. It's super inspirational. And she just has really amazing energy. If you ever get the chance to see her live and be in a room with her, you will know exactly what I mean. Uh, and then I actually um, got a chance to see her again just a few weeks ago at Kayla Crafts event in uh, Arizona. So super, super excited uh, to have her on the podcast. So welcome, Tara. Thank you, Julie. I'm so super excited to be here and to have a chat with you today. Thanks. Uh, so what I'd love for you to do first, Tara, is just tell people um, a little bit about you so they can get to know you a little bit better. And then we'll kind of dive into where where you are today and kind of your journey. I really just want people to, because your yeah. journey is, is, like I said, it's just so inspirational. So thank you. And it's so interesting because um, anytime I get asked this question, I'm like, okay, I just turned 42. How do I wrap this up into a few minutes? Um, but um, so it's interesting because how you and I met is I was presenting my program, Tone and Tease, which is definitely an experience and how I got there there's just, you know, obviously such a backstory. Um, and I, I teach dance fitness. Funny thing is, is I was never a dancer. My mom put me in dance school and I would literally like throw myself on the ground and cry. So I just think that's so interesting, but, um, I think I have it in my blood. So, um, I always loved movement. I was a cheerleader. I started teaching, um, uh, group exercise when I was 19. So I think that's where like, obviously the teaching and loving to be, uh, like, cultivating a, a group of people, like moving them through and inspiring them through movement and whatever I was saying. So that, that was at a young age. And um, I never imagined I would be doing that as I, I got older. So I went to college. Um, you know, I did the typical went to college, but I actually stopped after two years. Um, and I just, I was a bartender. I've been in the restaurant industry. I started at 11 really hard worker. Um, as I started working throughout the years, um, I never had less than three jobs. Like, I mean, we come from a family of workers. Like when I was young, we were, we had chores. It was like nobody sleeping past seven, <laughs> you know, um, the TV was off. Um, so it was always like up out and about. Um, and I always say I'm still my father's daughter in that sense. Um, so I went back to college actually when I was 29 going on 30 and I was still teaching classes, still um, in the restaurant business. This time I was, a, I, was uh, I, I, I like to say I graduated to a bartender <laughs> back mm -hmm. then. And, um, you know, I was going to school for health and phys ed. And I just uh, was really taking what I had learned from teaching fitness classes. And I taught from children all the way up to senior. And I absolutely loved it. So it was just a no brainer to get into the health and, um, you know, fitness industry in terms of like teaching education. Um, so I finished when I was about 32, I think I only had a few years left. I finished college, um, still bartending, looking for a teaching job, still teaching classes, super excited to be in the, the education world. 
but I, um, you know, I, I couldn't find a job at that point. And um, if you're in education, um, it's a lot of who, you know, at least that's what it was like for me. So it was, um, it was, it was challenging for me. And back then we're going back like what, almost 10 years ago, I created a, an electronic portfolio for like, you know, to give to the school system. I created a Zumba program in the schools. Um, you know, now I was, um, sharing my dances um, of Zumba on YouTube. I was literally just doing whatever I could to kind of get myself out there um, to kind of, I guess, be seen in a way so I could get a quote unquote real job because I didn't want to be like driving up and down the parkway teaching, you know, multiple classes at multiple gyms. Um, so I, um, I all during this time, I, um, I found network marketing or I guess you could say network marketing found me. Um, and I started diving into the personal, personal development world and it literally changed my life. So all at the same time, um, and again, this is like such the reader's digest version, right? But I, um, I decided to do network marketing. I, I started my YouTube channel. Um, and then, uh, I really just dove into that and it really helped me leave the bartending world because I felt like at this time I'm going, uh, you know, I'm around 33. 34. Um, and I just didn't want to do it anymore. I've been looking for a teaching job for a long time and I was just so passionate about what I was doing. And the gym that I kind of grew up in, um, wouldn't let me teach any more classes and, and they put a cap on our income. You know, they, it was one of those gyms. And if you're an instructor or you know, anyone, sometimes they have these clauses where you can't teach anywhere else. And that was me. So I was kind of like left to figure out what I was going to do with my life. So leaving bartending was, was a really great stretch. Um, that was like one goal that I had gotten down. So I created income where I had, I was making enough with my classes. Um, and the, there was a gym and this is where tone and tease comes in and kind of concludes the story, but they wanted uh, me to audition for, for the gym. And, and the way we had to do that was create a dance fitness brand, like a new class, she said. So that's where tone and tease was created. I remember Googling like dance fitness, uh, you know, all these different things and crunch fitness came up on the computer and I just started looking at what they were doing. And there was this guy and he was sexy dancing on a um, body bar. And I was like, Oh my gosh, that looks like so much fun. So I created my own program, Tone and Tease, where it kind of evolved over time. We started dancing with a chair. It's like basic dance and fitness with a sexy edge, really easy to follow format. And that's where it started seven years ago or eight years ago. And it has completely evolved since then. Oh my goodness. I love that. And I, I didn't know your, your whole entire, you know, kind of backstory um, or the, or the, at least the shortened version of it, you do give us. Um, so I've taken at these two events that I mentioned um, where I originally met Tara and then saw her again, just a few weeks ago, she um, teaches you this. So it's basically, would you just say kind of, it's, um, it's basically one of your tone and tease classes, right? That you, I mean, is, Oh yeah, yeah. I, it correctly. Yeah, yeah. I call it, when I I feel like when I do it more at women's events, it's more of an experience because even though at every class I do I do an intentions portion, I speak a little bit. Like we don't just get right into the moves and the music. I really think it's important to create the space and the container for women before they even start moving because not all of us are feeling the same way. Not all of us are feeling like our alter egos, which is something that I also walk women through. Um, so it just, it's, I think that's important to take the time, but yes, it is. It's one of my classes, um, that we do that you've done with me two times now, I think. 
Yes, yes. And it's so much fun. And, and for those of you who know me, um, I, that like, I'm not a good dancer. Like I'm always, or I'm, you know, I tell myself that like, I'm not a good dancer. Like this feels awkward. This feels weird. And so I remember the first time, um, at Lori's event, I was like, Oh, I don't know. I'm not like, I'm not so sure I want to do this. Like, but I'm always down for any kind of, you know, movement, um, any kind of exercise, any kind of workout class, I'm always down for that. So, um, but when we got in the room, I was like, oh, because it, it feels a little bit uncomfortable. But what I love is that you really break it down and make, first of all, you make everyone feel comfortable because you share your, your personal experience with this on, you know, on a level of like how you have felt uncomfortable before. And it just really uh, brings comfort to, to those that are in the room that are like, um, who's going to be looking at me? How am I, you know, what are they going to be thinking? And all these things that really translate to everything in life, right? It's like, you know, we were constantly worried about what other people are thinking or thinking of us. Um, and, and I just love how you pull all that together because by the end of the class, everybody's like, oh yeah, I got this down. Like, you know, I can, I can move this way. It feels comfortable. And, and so I love that. Um, and I love that, that you say you, um, that you really inspire people through movement. So talk a little bit about that, like how moving your body, what that actually does for you and what it can do for you. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because you said, um, you know, I'm not a good dancer or I'm not a dancer. And I always laugh at that because I, I say to people, before you even spoke, you moved your body. Um, and we had no inhibition when we were younger. And all of a sudden, we got to a certain age and we just stopped. But, you know, and there's so much that happens throughout our life from, you know, when we were that two, three, four, five, six, seven year old little girl till the woman that we are today. And so much of our thought and energy really um, gets stuck in our body. And I feel like the only way to release that is through movement. So um, emotion, motion creates emotion. Mm -hmm. So, um, and I've learned this through my own journey. Um, uh, I, um, I listened to Eric Worre and uh, he, oh, and the one event that I went to of his, he said, action neutralizes negative emotion. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is so true. Like you think about it. If you're sad, frustrated, whatever the negative emotion you're feeling, if you change rooms, get up, go for a walk, do some jumping jacks, change your posture, even like let your hair down or change your clothes, you feel different, right? And it's not to say all your problems go away or like anything, but you do, you feel different and then you could take action and do something different. So my, and I give that uh, backstory for a couple of reasons because, you know, um, I, I just, I thought throughout my, all of my years, like what do people come and work out for, you know? And I wanted to do something in a way that like, it's interesting because I was actually doing um, another interview just yesterday talking about the evolution of my program. And it's the, it's the students who actually taught me because I would start this and, you know, I didn't talk as much in the beginning because number one, I was so afraid to speak, like just actually speak without the movement. So for me as being a fitness instructor, you turn on the music and my alter ego is right there. It's like I can tap into it right away. But without the music, I really had to tap into that and hone in on who I was. But I thought it was important because no one knows me. Like no one knows like the inside of me. I mean, we get an hour together. So if I turn the music on and expect you to touch your body, sway your hips, flip your hair, crawl on the ground. Yes, we do all these things, <laughs> but it's such a safe <laughs> container. Like, it, I just, it, there would be like no, no trust. There's a lot of judgment that happens when women come together in a room or when anyone comes together in a room. And it's my job 
when I have my class um, to create a space where they feel safe and like un- letting them know, I understand how you feel right now, or maybe you don't feel this way. And I say this too, like, you know, maybe you come in the room and you're like, you're feeling like your highest self, you, you feel good, you're powerful, strong. Then I always say like, well, how can you, how can you show up and be a better person for someone else? How could you be kinder? Like what's another goal for yourself? So I always tap into that, uh, the mental aspect for people first, and then we release it through our body. Um, and I, I think tapping into our alter ego, like that part is really important. And it didn't happen for me until this event evolved. And I mean, this, um, class evolved, um, where women were like, you know, in minutes, like they would. You, I would walk into class with their arms crossed, like looking at me with my thigh high boots, assuming that I must have always came out of the womb feeling confident, which is like not the truth. And then I would watch them, you know, once we talked a little bit, turn the music on, they would take their hair down, they would start feeling themselves a little more and just like really stepping into this beautiful ball of light energy. And it was like, I, I, I get chills when I watch and I'm like, oh my, oh my gosh, because sometimes even, and I'm sure you can attest this, like, we do this work and people often can assume that we, um, we feel so confident that like, yes, this is, this is my work. Like, you know, it's, it's amazing, but sometimes I don't. And it's when, it's when I watch the class um, and I see what's happening in the transformation where I get the chills. I'm like, yeah, this is my, this is the right place for me. Mm, yes. Oh my gosh. I love that. It's definitely the right place for her, y'all. It's so so good. And I, I want you to talk um, in just a little bit about, uh, because people might be listening and be like, well, I want to go to one of her classes. Like, how can I, how can I do this? And I know that you mentioned you may have some online stuff coming. So we'll, we'll circle back to that um, at the end, because I know people are going to want to know, um, you know, how they can get in touch with you. But um, what I love that you just mentioned, I noticed this during the class and I just thought it was so, so great that you, that you brought this up, you know, some people, because when, as you said, when women come together, there are a lot of different dynamics and there's a lot of, um, judgment, you know, there, or there can be judgment and there's just a lot of, um, often uneasiness because sometimes we look at other people and like you said, we think, oh my gosh, she probably doesn't have any problems. She's so confident. She, you know, we, we look at the outside of other people and have no clue what's going on on the inside. But then also, um, so, so some people are coming into, let's say your class, um, I'd say probably the majority of them, you know, have that kind of, um, I don't know if I can do this. I don't, you know, this doesn't, this feels awkward, but then you've got those people who are confident and who maybe, maybe they've done more personal development. Maybe that's why they're more confident. I don't know, whatever the reason is they're more confident. I loved that you pointed that out and you said, how can you be there for somebody else? Like, how can you hold space for the other people here who are not feeling that way? And I think Mm -hmm. that that is just so beautiful. And it's so important because to me, community and, and holding that space is everything. And I think that we really, really, as, as a society in general, especially as women, we need to get back to community and to supporting each other and to holding space for each other. So I I love that you kind of set that, set that tone, (laughs) you know, in the class, like that's, that's one of the things that you really talk about and hone in on in the, in the beginning of your classes. So I love that. 
Also, um, yes. So let's talk for a minute about the fact that, you know, you really pivoted what your career path was, you know, what you were doing, you, you know, you took a a big turn. And I think that that just says to people, so you were in your mid thirties. And I think that that, um, to me, that just says, Hey, it is never too late to go after your dreams, your goals, your desires, because, you know, sometimes I hear from people, Oh gosh, well, you know, this is just the path that I've chosen. You know, I went to college to do this, you know, basically like I don't have another choice. I can't, you know, um, pivot and, and move in another direction. Even if where they're at, it doesn't really feel right. They think mm-hmm. that they're stuck. So, so speak to that for just a minute. Like it's never uh, too late, right? Oh my gosh. I actually got chills when you said that, because I was just telling a friend, I'm like, you know, I just turned 42 and it's interesting because I remember when I was younger, an older, uh, a friend who was older than me about by like almost 10 years said, do you know that you're, um, mentally, you don't see yourself, um, older than 35 when you look in the mirror. And it's funny cause I'm 42 right now. I'm like, I, I literally, I'm like, I'm not 27. Like, how is that not possible? Um, and I'm still like, you know, I'm still teaching these classes and, you know, I hear certain things from random people, like it doesn't, whether it's on social media, like talking about age. And I remember being 22 and feeling old. I remember being 34 and feeling old. There's all different ages where I, I felt old. And I'm, you know, now I do so much more work on, on, I do a lot of soul work, um, you know, spirit, things like that. And, um, I feel like a big part of my work, not I'm going to say shift, but like, I want to talk about how we're not too old. I mean, my sister is 10 years older than me and she's like, you know, she does these, um, hoop things and swings on poles. Like, I don't even know what she does. It's amazing though. It's like, I told her she should join a circus and she's 52 and you would never think it, but I feel like it's, it's a societal thing. Like we're afraid to turn 40. We're like, we're holding on to like, and this is, I'm talking from experience. I like, I remember being 37 on an airplane being like, all right, I have three more years. Like, I don't even know what I was thinking, but like, it's like, it's like, what's going to happen when you're, when you're 40, like you're going to combust or something. Like, I don't, I don't even know what it is. And not everyone feels like that, but I feel like a large part of society does. And it's, and it's really, it's, I don't like to use the word hard, but it can be really challenging mentally when we're turning on social media. So I feel so purposeful to talk to women about age and what they're doing. I never thought I was like, when I was changing careers, like I, the, the old thing never came to mind. Like I just, I knew I didn't want to bartend anymore at 33. I mean, I was, I was literally standing behind the bar and I, I was like, all right, once I get a teaching job, then I can, I know, I know there's something else. Like, I don't know. I was remember being like, I don't know what it is. And this is before network marketing really went off for me. So I just felt like, you know, when your soul's like telling you, like, and I didn't understand it back then. I didn't know that my soul was like talking to me. I would look out to the, to the ocean and I'm like, there is more for me. Like these 22 year old kids would come in like drunk from the night before, like very well, they're 22. Like that's what they, they should be doing if, if they want to, you know, but it wasn't my place. So the shift for me was so easy. And then when nobody t- like, so I was a little bit older going back to college. Um, and like nobody told us we could be, do, or have anything that we wanted. They were like pretty much putting fear into us about the future and about student teaching. And when I was student teaching, it was such a traumatic experience because it was almost like they wanted you to fail. Like I never felt that support. And I'm like, wait, but they're like, and I would be really excited about, I created a Zumba program in the schools. Like I was just very entrepreneurial minded and just didn't realize it back then. 
but it was like, oh, you're so excited because you're new. That'll wear off. And I'm like, why? Why would someone want to talk to you like that? So then I came into this space of network marketing and then you meet entrepreneurs and I'm like, like, it's like, where are the unicorns? Because this has got to be, you got to be kidding me. So it was just a huge shift, but I, you know, back to the original question about age, I think it's so important for us to so live because, you know, we're never as young as we are right now. And I know that like, you know, being 42, if I'm like, um, I think I should only dance till I'm 45, like, no way I'm going to tone and tease it out till the end. Because the thing about this program too, it's not like, it's not like we're doing plyometrics. It's not like you do. It is a workout. There's toning, but there's stretching and there's release. It's just so much more than like, um, you know, I used to teach kickboxing and all stuff like that, which I still love, but my body won't allow me to do it as much anymore. So I feel like, again, you know, things find you. Um, and I think that's with this program because, um, like I just plan on doing it and empowering women to dress like Eva's for the rest yeah. of their life. <laughs> I love that. Yes. And if you guys ever, um, see her teaching a class, she's, she comes in, I mean, she looks amazing by the way. And, but she's dressed like she's going to the club or something, I mean, you know, or <laughs> it's just, but it's awesome. Like, it's so like, not like any other, uh, you know, workout class that I've ever done. And, and, I love that you brought that up because I'm always talking about how one of the three pillars, I believe, to overall wellness is movement, daily movement, moving your body daily. And, you know, I think some people have this concept or this idea um, or maybe even what society has taught us that, you know, you have to go to the gym for an hour and like kill yourself and it shouldn't be fun. And it, you know, if you're not, you know, no pain, no gain, like that whole, you know, mentality there. And I think, um, you know, if we can just be in tune to what feels good to our body and what works with our body, you're going to be so much happier. You're not going to have like all the pain in your joints that you might have if you're trying to do like plyometrics and lift heavy weights and, and all of that kind of stuff. Um, so I think that that's really important. And what I love about your program is that it is, it's kind of like fluid body movement. Um, you know, your heart rate goes up, you might sweat mm -hmm. some, uh, you know, you have the stretching, which is so important. Um, mm -hmm. especially, you know, as we move on in age, I mean, I think that that, I love that. Um, but, I, but I also want to say and just applaud you that, you know, when you, you didn't necessarily think about age, like, okay, I'm, um, you know, too old to change careers or whatever. But I really, you know, I think it took courage. I think, you know, doing something totally different can be really scary um, for, for most people. And because you don't know what the outcome is going to be. Maybe you're somewhere... Um, you know, maybe somebody's in a situation now where it just, they're not super happy. They're not super passionate about what they're doing, but it feels safe. And mm. gosh, we know that when we step out and step into fear, I mean, often everything we want is on the other side of that, but mm -hmm. it's just having that courage. So I, I just want to encourage people who are listening that if you're in that situation, that you know, I mean, pray about it, you know, talk to other people, mm -hmm. you know, talk to your family, talk to people who are closest to you about it, but just know that you don't have to fit into this little box that maybe, you know, society told you or your parents told you, like, you have to, you know, have this career path and have this many children and have this, you know, house and all of these things that we think we're quote supposed to have to have. If it's not, you know, 
making you feel vibrant and alive every day when you wake up, then it might be time to look at other options and to look at where, you know, you might want to make some changes in your life. So I just, just want to say that I think that that took a lot of courage and I think that people will be inspired from that. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I am curious. So I want to ask you a few bonus questions, but I'm curious first, uh, are you familiar with the Enneagram? I, I don't think I am. Or maybe you have to remind me. The, so it's a personality test. Um, I don't know if you saw Tracy O'Malley's. Um, she talked a little bit about that, um, but you may not have been there then. Yeah, no, I was there. I, 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 I'm, she was on the panel. I think that I yeah. left um, right before. I, I think Taylor was the last one I saw. Gotcha. Okay. Well, anyway, I was going to ask you if you knew your Enneagram number. We talk a lot about the Enneagram. And as you were talking about um, your work ethic and being, you know, a hard worker and always doing. um, So I'm an Enneagram three and that is like classic Enneagram three. And so anyway, I just thought you might know your number. And I'm now, I mean, because you know, as soon as, as soon as we hang up, I'm going to be Googling it right away. And then I'll have to text you back. I'm like, this is my number. (laughs) Yes. It's, it's so, um, and, and our listeners know about the Enneagram because we did a whole podcast series on it, but it, it is, it's so enlightening. It's just another way to really kind of get to know yourself better. Um, I, when I, discovered what my number was and just reading about it, it really gave me um, almost, um, I guess, freedom to feel like, oh, this is why I um, think this way or sometimes feel this way or do these things. It's actually the way that I was made. And so it was almost like really freeing in that sense. So you'll have to check it out. It's, I think you would really enjoy learning a little bit more about it. So yeah. Oh, thank you. I absolutely will. Yeah. Um, Okay. So I've got a few bonus questions that I want to ask you. So when you think of taking the upgrade, what does that mean to you? And what's maybe one of the most pivotal upgrades that you've ever taken? So, so just to give you an idea, um, we, we talk a lot, our podcast is called Take the Upgrade, and it's because we believe that it's in just those small daily actions that the real progress and lasting change occur. So if I asked you, what does Take the Upgrade mean to you, and what's one of the most pivotal upgrades you've ever um, taken, what would you say? So I love that. And, you know, um, just before you were, you were talking about, um, you know, making a change and having fear, and I always say, like, if we do the same thing every day, we normally know what the outcome is. But if we actually made a change and stuck with it and were consistent enough, we, we don't even know what could open up. And I talk about a lot about, um, and I do this with my team. I do a lot of training in terms of network marketing. And I truly feel showing up and being consistent, um, intentionally consistent every day. I mean, you could do the the checklist of like, okay, I read my 10 pages. I meditated. I did my social media. I connected. But you have to be intentional with what you're doing and not every day is going to look the same. I think we talk about balance and things like that. And I don't know that there's really such thing. I think it's going to depend on your day, your week, what's, what's going on in your life, but it's important to have a container for yourself to get the things that you need done, done. Now I know that there's tons of parents out there, so this is going to look very different, but I always say find a a mom or a dad or whoever is doing what you want to do, doing it well. And that inspires you. And, you know, have them be your mentor or follow them or something like that. But I think upgrading other than being consistent with intentional action is, you know, being kind to yourself and others and 
And, and taking a second before you respond, I think the upgrade is in all areas of life. Cause like a lot of people, we talk about business a lot, but business is, I believe very parallel with your life and how you're showing up in all areas. So I think it's important um, to, to really take that practice in all areas. Like, you know, consistently taking time for yourself, consistently having conscious conversations with your family, your friends or whatever that is. So um, it's definitely a practice and it's not going to look great all the time. But I think, you know, in my dedicated uh, um, nine years now in personal development and being so dedicated and coaching, like I still come up with things. I still feel bad or have frustrating days or frustrating times, but they're not days. They're more moments now. Like I can, where something would have knocked me out for a week or I made a, I might've quit in the past. Now I just understand what's happening with my brain and I just can shift. And that's why I think my work is really important. Mm, Yeah. I love that. And, and I heard somebody say the other day, just talking about that and how, you know, we all go through rough periods or, or bad, you know, bad times, or, you know, maybe it's not a full day. Maybe it's just like you had a bad hour out of the day, like whatever it is. I heard somebody say recently, like, we don't, we never, as humans, we don't want the negative emotions, right? We just want all the positive, the happy, you know, the feel good emotions. But if we didn't have the negative emotions, we wouldn't really know what the the positive emotions felt like. So I was like, oh my gosh, like I just, when I heard that, I was like, that is so true. And if you think about Mm -hmm. it from that concept, it's like, yeah. And, and I love that what you brought up also, we get to choose, right? So maybe something happens and it's like, what can we learn from this? Okay. And you you kind of just stop and make a decision. Okay. I'm not going to sit in this emotion. I'm going to, you know, maybe it's get up and go for a walk. Like you mentioned Mm -hmm. earlier, something to change your state. We have that choice and we can make that choice every day, every time we feel some type of negative emotion. And it's, it's getting in the habit of doing that. So I love that. Um, Okay. One last question for you. So in knowing that it's the things that we do every day that really make the biggest difference, what are some of your daily non-negotiables? You, you've, you've kind of hit on, you mentioned things like meditation. So I'm assuming, you know, since you mentioned that, that's probably something that you do and moving your body, but what are some of like your routine, your, your non-negotiables that I have to do this in order to feel my best? Oh my gosh. Yes. Moving my body a hundred percent. I just feel like even if it's like just a few minutes of stretching or something like that, it's just a must for me, like in my brain, um, uh, time with my dog, uh, like time in nature, if I can. So like walking her, you know, it's getting a little cold out here. And then, um, I, I always have a gratitude practice of like pouring love into other people because I, I was mentioning this in another interview. Like I very well can be a person where I can get really depressed and anxious very easily. Um, it's just like the chemistry of my, whatever it is. So I, I like, that's why moving is really important. So as soon as I feel like, like even, even before that feeling comes, like, I just know, like reaching out to someone every single day. And I'm, I'm a big person. I like to send cards. I like to send flowers, like, um, one of my t-shirts, uh, I just love giving. It, it actually makes me feel so good because when you reach out to someone, you'd be surprised. Like people are also like, like not being dramatic. A lot of people are dying on the inside. Like they feel alone. They feel frustrated. And like for a human being to like send a voice note or like just to, or send a, a handwritten card to let you know that you're thinking about them is literally everything. Oh my goodness. You are so right. I thought about this yesterday. Um, it was actually one of the women 
that I met at Kayla's event. She and I connected and we exchanged numbers and um, we had actually, she had asked me to pray for her about something and I had asked the same for her. So we had kind of been checking in with each other and she, um, she got on Voxer yesterday and she sent me the most, it was just the sweetest voice message I, I, was, I wasn't expecting it. And I was just like, and I was already, it wasn't like I was having a bad day. I was out actually out walking, um, our new puppy and I was, I was feeling good. And I saw that come through and I listened to it and it just lifted me even mm-hmm. more. Like it was just like, and it, but you know what it did too? It inspired me to make me want to do that for somebody else and, and to, to start making that a practice, like you said, because I think that's so, so important. So I love that you do that. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah. So, all right, as we wrap up, I want you to tell people how they can connect with you. And, and are you, is it true that you are working on an online program? Yeah. So, um, well, I have a tararomano.com. I'm, uh, I have YouTube. You can actually do some of my Zumba routines on YouTube, uh, Tara Romano Dance Fitness. Um, Facebook and Instagram, Tara Romano and Tone and Tease. And I'm actually rebranding my Tone and Tease website. And we'll have um, a membership site coming out um, like early spring next year or like late or like late winter. So you'll stay posted on that. And I actually have my own event um, in March, March 6th through the 8th. It's called Your Life Unleashed event where we actually it's geared around mindset and movement. So, um, you know, you're in session and there's speakers and then another speaker might you through movement and then it's like so on and so forth so I'm really really excited about that that's my second year so I'm taking like you know everything that I've learned from personal development and my um you know my love of movement and dance and just kind of marrying the two together so that will be in New Jersey early March yay that's so exciting oh my gosh well thank you so much for being on today and I know that this is really going to inspire um these women listening to the podcast so thanks again Tara Thanks for having me. Thank you for spending time with us today. For free resources and materials, head over to anaturalshift.com and make sure to follow us on social media. You'll find those links in the show notes. It would mean so much to us if you would leave a review and tell us what you'd like to hear more of. Share this episode with someone that you know would love it. This is how we can get our message out to more people. And until next time, don't forget to take the upgrade in some small way today.